Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we're keeping this PMU Unfiltered. Hey guys, welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. Today's topic, we're gonna be talking about cutting down on your service time. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marlo, and if we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Marlo, this is me waving. Welcome to PMU Unfiltered. This is a place where you're gonna get some tips and tricks, and if you don't get any of those, hopefully just some company, because PMU can be kind of a lonely biz. You know, we're just working with clients all the time, and can't always talk shop with them, of course. And, you know, this is just a place for a sense of community and we're keeping it real. That's also one of my priorities here. So, of course, the PMU forums are just endless content for me to continue to create stuff for you. And this piece of content came by way of the forums and I love it. How to cut back on service time. Brilliant. Couldn't have even thought of that myself. But how have I cut back on service time and my great advice for you. All right, let's take a look at what Jessica has to say on the PMU forums. Please tell me your best tips for cutting procedure times down. I think I BS too much. I love speaking with clients and connecting. I really do, but I realize it's not a tea party, lol, and I want to be more efficient. My regular eyebrows or lip appointments are 3.5 to 4 hours from walk in to walk out. I want to get it down to 2.5 to 3 hours. Anything you do make a difference. By the way, I'm still in my first year, so I'm sure with time I'll get quicker. But down for any ideas. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica, for asking such an important question that we kind of forget to answer when we're just organizing our studio, organizing our time, and organizing our calendars and our, our bookable times for clients. You know, we obviously don't want to double double book time and overlap with the client. We've got so much cleaning to do these days, especially with COVID. I know you feel me. So here is my story and some tips and tricks that I found in the midst of all of this that could be super duper, my professional term, helpful for you. So I was a three and a half hour girl. I really was. And I think you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. And if you haven't, you'll understand. I'm chatty. I'm a chatty babe. You know, I like getting into the nitty gritty. I love getting to know my clients. I like sharing stories about me. It's a relationship that I'm building here. And I, first and foremost, I really do believe in bonding with the client. We need to gain the trust of the client because it's important. So not only are they hopefully trusting us because our work on our Instagram accounts or our websites is quality work quality edits, quality verbiage and text and understanding, but and on top of our knowledge, we also need to treat them like friends and family when they come into the studio because who else do we treat better, you know, in our lives? And that's our friends and family. Uh, well, I hope you do. Sometimes, you know, me and my mom can get at it sometimes, but you guys know what I mean, right? It, it, we treat them with that love and that respect that we would 
do right by them. And that's super important to build that bonding moment. But we're talking about time here. How can we do this in minimal time? It's tough, I know. Let's think about this. Three and a half hours with someone is a long time. Now, if you don't think that's a long time and time flies and you're a chatty person, that's fine. But still, it's a very long time for the client to be spending in your chair, in your bed, in your studio, taking time away from their lives. We need to move a little faster. We need to find that hustle and flow within ourselves while remaining calm, cool, and collected. Now, how am I cutting down time? Tip number one. Okay, you guys ready? I actually set my Apple Watch on a timer. I, I love it. If you guys don't have an Apple Watch or you don't have a smartwatch or anything, I, I find using a timer keeps me hella honest. It's amazing. I highly recommend. And, um, you know, it was kind of hard for me to justify such an expensive purchase, but there's a lot of other options out there. And keeping track of that timer and those minutes on your wrist clicking away keeps you honest for sure. I really, really, really do recommend that. So it's a little bit better than even just having the clock with the like, with the arm going in the studio. It's awesome. I'm, I love it. So the client texts me, Hey, I'm in the lobby. I boop, set my timer right in that minute. I go, I collect them from the lobby. I get them in my studio. I sit them down. I am nice. First off, ladies, I am nice. I am trustworthy. I am warm and welcoming to my space. I give them the tools to understand that I'm the professional. You're in my space and you're in my time. This is not tea time. Like, you know, Jessica was saying, it's not. I um, took Paulina's class. I'm sure you watch Paulina on YouTube. She's amazing. I took Paulina's class and she, something I really took away from her was the hustle for getting the client in the bed, getting the brows mapped, and then getting to work. That that to me was a major takeaway. She did it with such ease and grace, but it was efficient. And that's really important for you guys to do too. And that's what I do. I say, okay, you can put your stuff down over here. This is your bed. This is my chair. Let's chat. And I started off like that. And they're like, all right, my eyebrows were like this. I got them done once or I'm really scared. I don't know what to do. I explain everything. I'm like, this is microblading. This is powder brow. This is why I like this better. Here's how the flow is going to go. I'm going to lay you down. I'm going to clean the brows. I'm going to sit you up. We're going to take some before photos. <laughs> you know how it goes, ladies. That's Instagram for you. I'm going to lay you back down. I'm going to map. When you sit up, you're going to tell me what you like and don't like about the map. You, it's impossible to hurt my feelings. I'm an Italian girl from New York. All right, I've heard it all. So then once you like that map, you gotta like that map. Because if you don't like that map, you're getting those eyebrows. So once you like that map, sit down and you're gonna get those eyebrows. It really is just that easy. You're gonna tell me how much you love the eyebrows. We're gonna do some after photos and then I'm gonna book you for your touch up, capiche? And they're like, awesome, great. So they're totally clued in to the whole flow of the appointment. And they're there for it. They know each step. They're not sitting there in this like eyebrow abyss, like Jesus take the wheel, laying down, not knowing what's coming next. I'm there for them the whole time and I clue them in. And of course, you know, it's a little bit of an elevator pitch that I give to them, but it's friendly, it's fun, and it's professional at the end of the day. So I do, I gain all the trust in that moment, in my elevator pitch of how the appointment's gonna go. Now my, my clock is running. 
I clean the brows up. I'm like, bam, bam, bam with the, with the photos. I know what lighting looks good in my studio. I know my angles of my photo. I'm good. Oh, also just to note on eating my time up, I don't pre-numb just to add that in there. I do not pre-numb for microblading or powder brows, but I will pre-numb for lips. Um, anyway, so I get them in the bed. I'm like bang, bang, bang with the photos. Good. I get to my map immediately. I'm looking at the clock. They've been in my studio at this point in time for about seven to 10 minutes. How much time? I have 20 minutes now to map brows. Within 30 to 40 minutes of them being in my studio, I wanna be done mapping. And that is goals for me. Once I'm pushing that 40 minute mark, I'm like hauling ass to get this map perfect. And look, I've been there. So I've, I have mapped for an hour. It sucks and it eats too much time up, but you have to get the mapping time down and get that initial walk in the door, consultation time, down and locked down to that elevator pitch. It's going to help tremendously while looking at the clock. So now I've got this map down. It's been 40 minutes full time. They've been in the studio. I'm going max here. They've been here for 40 minutes. Browser confirmed. Boom. I'm getting right to it. My station was already set up and prepared for whatever the service was upon booking, I always have my machine ready, even though like people come in and book microblading. Cause I know, I know I'm going to flip them over to powder brows because it's the better service for them. Okay. So I already know I have my machine ready, so I'm ready to rock and roll. All I have to do is pick out a color and I'll say to them, I was like, I'm going to give you two color suggestions. We'll work together and you let me know which one you like. And I'll tell you which one I like. We typically agree, but you know, I, I'm very, I'm very concise with the amount of information I give them. I don't give them too many choices. I want them to know they are in professional hands, so they don't walk out thinking, "Oh, I should have said the other way." No, I want them to say, "Marlo said this. I know this is right. That's, I, it's a much better position to be in." So. Here we are. I've, I've now, you know, what we've fiddled in the cabinet. We've looked at a few colors. I held it up next to their skin tone under the ring light. I picked out two that I think will work best for them. Now, I color swatch, boom, boom, pick the color out. We agree, move. It's time to move. Now, I'm about 45 minutes in, let's just say. I'm, I'm, I'm being a little lenient. Maybe I took a sip of water. I'm 45 minutes in, my machine's in my hand and running. I tell them, I say, hey, Here's the deal. I spent all this time doing the mapping. My outline is super important. We're just going to jam for just my outline and my first pass. So I let them know that there's a first pass involved because I'm sure you have all done a set of brows and you do the first pass and you're like, oh my God, is that brow done? And you're like, uh, no, dude. Like you're about to spend like another like two hours here, you know? So, so it's important to let them know, like, again, we're cluing them and we're giving all these like little, we're feeding them clues. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, here's the deal. I spent all this time mapping and now I need to be really, really like meticulous about my outline. So we're going to jam. And I took over to my iPad. I turned the music up a little bit. It's like, we're going to jam. I'm going to get the, the outline in and we're going to do a first pass. All right. And then you're going to get numb. So hang in there with me. Let's get through this first pass. After this, you'll sleep. We'll chat. We'll chill. But I got to get this in with no talking. 
they are like, fine, great, good to hear it. Couldn't be happier. Nobody cares that I'm not talking to them. Truly, I get in my first, I get in my outline and my first pass. Super important, super duper important. My professional turn. Uh, So now once I get that outline in and my first pass in the brow, I boop, I go over to the next brow and I'm, I'm secondary numbing that other brow. So I'm watching that redness fade out, that white outline pop, you know, and I know that brow is ready to go to work on. As I'm working on the other brow, do the same thing. Finally, I go back to my first brow after the second one, go back to my first brow. I do a little like whip shading. I'm like, isn't that crazy how amazing the numbing works? They're like, oh my God, why can't we use this first? And I explain, you know, the skin needs to be broken first. Now I can actually go to work. Let's chat. I'm down for the chat after my outline and my first pass. Always. That's fine. But I work, I work in chat. So everything has been super efficient. And now at this point in time, I spend about 35 minutes on each brow and that has me just in a really good flow. So that's probably like, I'm, I'm just over the two hour mark with my full sessions between the flow. And you know what? I know these people want to look at their, themselves when they sit up and they want to oogle at themselves in the mirror, but I kind of, I don't throw them out. I don't like throw them out of the studio. Like we look at the, oh my God, they're amazing. Okay, sit back down. Hold on. Let me fix this. I see this. They usually don't even see my like little idiosyncrasies that I want fixed. But once I'm done with the brows, I sit them up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit you up in a few minutes. We're going to take a look. They're like, oh my God, they're amazing. I'm like, okay, a little here, back down in the bed. I'm like, these are, these are done. You look beautiful. And then they sit up. I'm like, okay, great. Then I do the same elevator pitch for getting them out the door for the aftercare. I set up my checkout station. I'm like, all right, here you, here's what you're going to do. Check out. I'm going to get your aftercare bag ready, and then we're going to schedule your touch-up. Ladies, do not let the client leave the studio without scheduling the touch-up. It just confirms that they're going to be back to you in good time. They trust you that when you told them, Touch-up is a perfecting session that if they walk away with any idiosyncrasies or something happens during the healing, they know they have touch-up. They're going to stay calm despite them texting you and blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. But it's best to book them their touch-up upon leaving. It really, it's good faith for them. They know that they're coming back to you. And then not only that, but you know you're going to see them again and you know you're going to get that money. You guys know already from my other podcast why I charge for touch-ups. Why do I charge separately for touch-ups? So if you, if you don't know why, go listen to that other podcast. It's super helpful if you're looking how to like organize your own business and all my reasons are there. So yes, get that person up, get those after photos done, get that checkout in, provide them the aftercare and say, okay, let's book. Let's get that touch up in. I do about six weeks. I push for the six week mark. I like that a little bit better. People are, I don't know. I feel like the pigment faded just enough that I'm able to put more in. So yeah, that's really how I do it. I mean, just like briefly breaking down my tips is setting a timer, set a timer on your watch. It is world's helpful and will keep you so honest with a little fire in your belly to push. 
also have your entry elevator pitch, have your exit elevator pitch. It is okay to work with a hustle and a flow while building trust. Don't work like a sloth when you're like strolling down into the office, walking them in the door. No, have the fire in your belly. The client will meet you. They will match your energy, okay? And then just to end this off on a kind of fun analogy, I'm sure we've all been there. Have you ever went and gotten a beauty service? I'll just say haircut for the time being. Have you ever went and gotten a haircut and... The stylist is just talking far too much and you're wondering, are they really paying attention to cutting your hair? You know, and, and even if they did, even if they did a stellar job, you go home with that emotion and triple check your haircut and you just, or you're never satisfied because you're left with the question, did your hair get that 110%? We never want the client leaving our studio feeling that way. We want them leaving with the thought of professionalism, full attention on what they're, the service that they came in for, right? And professionalism, professional, it will always prevail. Yes, I am friends with my clients. Yes, they are very good to me, but professionalism, okay? That will always keep you going in the long run. It will always keep your business tight and on lock. It will always keep your relationships with your clients just growing more and more. And of course, good work equals good word. And that is all of this is a part of it. You never want someone leaving your studio being like, oh yeah, I got my brows done. That was four hours. You're gonna, you're gonna deter someone that was listening to that person, no matter how much they love the brows. So Keep yourself honest with time, do good work, be professional, and the, the clients will come. I promise you guys, just you can do it. I did it. You can be a two and a half hour girl. I hope this content was helpful. Keep in touch. Don't for, forget to subscribe and listen in. Check in for my new podcast. I try to get them out there weekly. And other than that, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. And that is P&U Unfiltered. Bye, guys. Bye.